0: Listening to the Derek Asante podcast, also known as DAPS, the show that brings you insightful conversations about everyday topics. I just aim to keep the discussion above the average. My guests are the ones bringing the social proof to the conversation. Let's get into it. I'm your host, Derek Asante, and today I have a dope individual with me on, the, on this episode. He's one of the most driven, self motivated, goal oriented people. That I've come to know. He's also a father, a husband, a friend, an author, and a kick-ass entrepreneur. And I have to put that part in there because it's just facts. Now, I've asked his brother to join me in a conversation about his entrepreneurship and what drives him. Please help me welcome my friend, one half of the Checks Over Strikes, Dean Chambers. What's going on, man? Man. You know, the next one I got to do, I got to get both of you on there. So, I'm, I'm working I'm working out the tech the tech situation there just to make sure I can get both of you on the on the line uh and whatnot, but
1: how's everything, man? I'm good, man. Got life. Can't complain. That's it. I'm glad to see you another day.
0: That's it, man. That's it. Now, like I said in the intro, I really just wanted to get your perspective on what keeps you going. Why do you, you know, do what you do and and you know, share some of the things that you're involved in um, outside of uh, Checks Over Strikes. Because I want to save that for a special episode where I get both of you talk about that uh, venture in itself. But um, today I want to focus on you, uh, you know, the one half and, and your experience and your journey and whatnot. Right. So with each episode, what I like to do is open up with a quote. And so the quote that I got for you is is this here. I'm going to share it with you and then I want to get your perspective on it. All right? Mm. So, life is ours to invest in, not to simply save. Mm. (laughs) I like that one. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you might. So, give me your, your take on that. What comes to mind when you hear something like that?
1: Well, it's true. We we have a lifetime to in, invest in different things, whether it's your mind, property, stock market, a business, whatever it may be. But we all feel like we have an abundance of time when we really don't. And um, it's it's almost like basketball. You have a twenty-four hour shot clock. It's like, what are you going to do that twenty-four hours? That twenty-four seconds, right, to right? Score that basket. And what I what I see a lot is everybody wants to say, always put. Or make it, I don't want to take excuses, but they always say, yeah, I'll do it later, later instead of I'll do it now. Right. As if they have an infinity or infinite amount of time. Right. So, so that, that quote, it, it makes a lot of sense. It's like, invest the time that you have now because when you feel it's the right time, it might be, it might be you have no more time at that point, you know?
0: Right. Right. The clocks run out. Yep. Man, that's, that's dope. That's dope. Now, what I wanted to do is actually take it back a bit. Um, I want to kind of humanize you, you know, make you a real person that people can reach, because sometimes uh, people get the sense that uh, people on the episodes or just people they see on TV or on YouTube aren't reachable. Mm -hmm. You know, um, so if I were to ask you, who is Dean and what piques your interest on a daily basis, what would you tell me?
1: Who is Dean? Yeah. Dean is, um, I'm I'm forever a student, and I just like to learn different things every day where I'm just continuously feeding my mind to learn something or uh, understand how things work. And, um, yeah, like, I just literally take each day, day by day, and just just try to grow better than I was the day before. They say to try to become 1% better than yesterday, right? that's it that's pretty much what I I live in breathe just to become a better person on a daily basis whether it's my health um learning whatever it may be just I'm just always an active person I I can't sit still right
0: right yeah that's dope and how many how many businesses are you currently responsible for um (laughs) <laughs> oh, boy. He, he's got to think about them <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay so I got one two three four and two startups coming
0: wow and, and yeah. are they all in completely different industries yeah. a few are the same okay Okay. Now are there any that you're able to share with us that won't, you know, cut into my my follow up episode with you and, and, and
1: uh Craig. Oh sure, yeah. Yeah, there's a few. Okay. What what are right those? Uh so I have a car dealership that I've had for going on what year are we in? Twenty twenty one? Nine years. Oh wow. And um I've been doing also I also have a rental business car rental that I've been doing for about seven years wow and so what else and then i have an investment group uh that i pretty much invest in real estate dope and what was my fourth one well the the other one's checks over strikes but we'll save that one for next time and then i got two that are just starting up
0: nice 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 Mm -hmm. now when was the last time you actually clocked in for a nine to five um, you... 2000, I think 14. Wow. I think that was last year. Man. What were, what were you doing at that point? Like what at what job? Of, yeah, like what kind of job was it?
1: Oh, it was a call center. <clears throat> I was at Just Energy. And I, that was my first call center job and I hated it. So I was like, you I can't do this. <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm not built for this. I literally... I, get, I did the polite thing and I gave them my like two weeks notice. Right. But you give a two weeks notice if you want to be polite. But I was like, these guys don't care about me. I was like, why am I staying here? And busting bustin my ass to do another week when it's killing me right now. So I literally, my last, my last <laughs> break, I just went to my manager and be like, yo, I can't do this anymore. I'm leaving. No, gave them my stuff and just walked out of the office and never looked back then. Wow. Yeah. Couldn't
0: do it. So when you recognize that, wait a minute, this is not for me, mm-hmm. was there that sense of fear of the unknown? And how did you address
1: that? Um, the fear of unknown was before that when... Uh, I would say when I was younger, before getting into the real world, like finishing school and like, yeah, I'm going to go out there and get a good job or whatever. That's That's when the real fear kicked in. But after... I faced a challenge with, like, you know what, I can't get a job, whatever. Yeah. I was like, you know what, whatever life gives me, I'm just going to run with it and try to do the best that I can with it. So I didn't really, at that time, I didn't really have fear because the previous job I had was a good-paying job. It was a career job. Mm-hmm. And they let me go after, like, I think eight years I was there. Oh wow. they, they got rid of my department. Right. And with them getting rid of my department, it was the same year. At that time, I used to DJ, so. It was the same year I was going overseas to DJ and um, I was getting married. So I had those, I had that big event on my table. So I was like, oh, okay. But when they let me go, it didn't really scare me. It kind of made me laugh. I was like, oh, okay. You guys are letting me go? Sure, whatever. So when I took on another job, I only did it just to make sure that my bills are covered. But then I said to myself, I was like, why am I doing this for, for pay that is... I wouldn't say it's beneath me, but it's just lower than what I was expecting. Right. When I could just go out there, put the hours in, into myself and my businesses, and probably make the same or even more. So at that point, I was like, you know what, screw this. I'm I'm going my own route, and whatever is destined for me, that's what I'm going to do. I I can't be doing it for other people. Where where, where did you develop that mentality
0: that I'm going to bet on myself no matter what and just push forward?
1: Um reading a lot of people's stories and books that I've just read over the years, right. like a uh, four hour work week. Nice. When I read that book that I think his name's Tim Ferriss or whatever, mm-hmm. Yo, that guy, when I read what he did within such a short time span, I was like, you gotta be kidding me. Like if this guy can do it, I can do it. So I kind of had that mentality. If you could do it, anybody can do it type thing. And I just didn't really, I just, was more and more reading people's stories I was like, yo, I can do this too. I can be that, that success story that people are reading about and give them motivation to get to another level in their life. And that's, you see, so
0: there's there's so much you can offer people, right? Like I find that you can teach, you can share, you can do all that stuff. But if that person does not have that motor, that drive, that pick myself up attitude or that mindset to do that, it, it really... Is that whole scenario of taking a you know a horse to water or a donkey to water, but they're not going to drink? Yep, yep, most definitely. You know, so do you do you bother with people when when you find that they become that horse you keep bringing to the water, but they're not drinking? Like, what do you do about that individual at that point?
1: It, it took me a long while, a very long time, to learn this. But sometimes, what you're telling. People, it's not for everybody, right? right? So it's like, you, you, it's. I don't know how to be selective on choosing these people, but it's like knowledge is meant to be shared. So it's like I would tell you the information, but if it gets to a point where I'm doing it over and over again, and it's like nothing's changing, right? I'm gonna pull back, and I'm gonna see what you do with what I already gave you, right? I'm not gonna go out there continuously giving you more information or motivation when you're literally sitting on your couch and doing nothing. Right. Cause now it's, you're wasting my time where it's like, Hey, I'm trying to help you, but if you don't want my help, then Hey, I'll go somewhere else and provide my help. To somebody that needs it, you know? Right. Right.
0: Yeah I, yeah. I agree with you on that because I've had to do that a few times. I just want to make sure I was
1: doing the right thing. Just leaving them, <laughs> leaving them be and then let them see what they do. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, I don't, it's funny. One of my friends told me it's like, or not one. Of, I heard it from a friend, and I also read it in a book. Mm-hmm. Like entrepreneurship is not for everybody. No. Some people actually like working; like they love their job, and it's like if they're finding that in that working for somebody, let them stay there. Like they're at peace. Yeah. you can't be taking somebody out of their comfort zone to do what you're doing, thinking that it's going to work for them. Not everything that I do is going to work for everybody out there, right? That's right. So That's right. if somebody wants to continue working for somebody and they're they're okay with that, that paycheck, hey, be my guest. But that's not
0: the life for me. Right, right. And that's true, though. It's so unfortunate because now, as you already know, you know the, the social media and and the influence that it has on people. Everybody is now an entrepreneur. Yep, yep, most definitely. And it's interesting because I always tell people that are like, "Well, I'm going to get into it. I'm going to start my own business." I said, "That's great. I'm going to give you three years yep. because because when the dust settles, you'll see who's the real entrepreneurs." Yep, most definitely. Because right, everybody's going to jump in because the wave is nice right now. And it's, it's, you know, it's this and that. And it seems like it's easy, but they don't know that anybody that's breaking through now has put in five, 10 years already. Yeah, most definitely. You know, so it's interesting to see. Now, now you have four businesses that you are responsible for um, or three. And then, you know, the last one is where you're half uh, the other half of it. Now, my question is how many hours a day do you actually work on
1: average on your businesses uh, to, to the the naked eye you'd probably think none but I put a lot of hours in that from when I wake up till I, till I go to bed I'm, I'm doing something work related but I'm probably putting at least minimum 10 hours okay a day into my businesses okay.
0: 10 hours now it it looks like you're not doing anything you said yeah and is that because you make it look easy or you're just having too much fun doing what you're doing
1: Uh, i wouldn't say i make it look easy it's just i guess people can get access to me easily right Where they think like yo don't you work and it's like yeah but i work for myself so i can pick up my phone whenever i want right right right. so that's the misconception people have but Sometimes like summertime right now, when rentals are hot, yeah, if I don't have somebody to clean my car, who's left? Me. So I got to go out there, clean those cars, prepare it for customers, whatever it may be. Or if somebody's buying a new car, I got to bring it to the mechanic, make sure everything's okay, go to the ministry, do the paperwork. Like a lot happens throughout my day. It's just people don't see what I'm doing, right? Exactly. It's the background stuff that people don't see. It's almost like I'm the computer and you're just seeing what's on the screen.
0: Right, right. And what do you you enjoy most about being an entrepreneur?
1: Uh, Just the freedom. Um, Work at my own pace. There's nobody there to tell me what to do. Right. And I'm I'm able to provide opportunities for other people as well, right?
0: Right, right. I'm sure the time with family is also one of the biggest benefits. Oh, for sure. To be able to do that.
1: Like I can, when I don't want to rent cars, I just turn off the app and just... Back and chill, but like, yeah, I'm not working this weekend.
0: But hey, let's go, let's go do something, guys. That's it. That's it. Yeah, that's the power in that man. People need to recognize that.
1: I mean, if you're if you're listening and
0: you're interested in trying to become an entrepreneur or you're already on that journey, um, there are benefits to it. But let's not you know overlook the grind. I mean, for you, Dean, what's the biggest challenge about being an you know an entrepreneur that people may not see to the naked eye?
1: Well, it's the unknown, right? It's it's what you don't know about the business until you get into the business to right. really understand it. And also, for people out there that never ran a business before, um, one thing that I think is overlooked is taxes. A lot of people start these businesses and they're not filing their taxes correctly or they don't have some sort of system to track their money that's coming in. It's like, yeah, I'm doing the side hustle or this new business that I started, but they're not tracking where their money's going. And then as you're saying, three years comes, they don't even know where their money went because they weren't tracking it from the jump. Right. Mm-hmm. So I, I think taxes is heavily overlooked and just the unknown, like if it's uh, with the products and somebody wants to return it, it, how do I give them issue a refund? Like all these things that you learn as you go along, it's nothing major, but you learn these things as you go along.
0: Right now you mentioned taxes I'm, I'm curious like what are some of the techniques or tools that you use to help you manage um, you know your taxes and and, and all the administrative stuff
1: uh, one get an accountant it saves you a bunch of time mm-hmm. <laughs> or even a bookkeeper just to put your, implement your your expenses and your revenue that come in. I also use QuickBooks. To help keep track, pre- it's pretty decent. There's a new one out there called uh, FreshBooks. It's a bit cheaper than QuickBooks. I plan to switch over to that software. Um, I also do have a b- background in accounting and finance, so these things come a bit easier for me than others. Right. But I would suggest getting an accountant and a QuickBooks. QuickBooks is very user friendly. Right. And it'll help you track your expenses. Also, give you it spits out um reports. so that you can see if there's any trends with your expenses or revenue that's coming in. So it's a a useful tool to have. Got it. Now, I guess I'm a little curious
0: because you mentioned one of your businesses, the um, the, the real estate uh, investment portion. So for me, this is more for me, like I want to benefit from this information, if you can share that, is how do you then, in your QuickBooks setup, like do you, are you tracking... Your interest gains, um, and and you know expenses, anything that you purchase. What are some of the things that you're tracking?
1: Well, I track everything. Any any inflows or outflow outflows of the business I track. So even if it's something that I haven't, like I've never purchased before, like say supplies, like one um, well, supplies is common, but something that just out of the ordinary, I literally write down everything into the QuickBooks. So nothing, nothing is not being tracked. Right. right, So as you have an expense, you just, if you have an, uh, an accountant, uh, they will tell you what category it goes in or you just make an educated guess as to which it, it belongs into. And then when you do file your taxes, you just let the bookkeeper or the accountant know and be like, hey, I put this in here. Should it go here or should it be belonging in another category? Got it, got it. Or you just call area and be like, hey, what do I do with this expense? Where does it fall under? Okay, so you can just call them directly and actually get them to tell you. Yeah, but Sierra is not the greatest with answering questions, so (laughs) it's always best to ask somebody, uh, an accountant.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's good to know. I appreciate that. Yeah. So why do you think most people don't pursue this? I know we mentioned briefly that it's the fear of the unknown. Any other reasons why people don't, you know, aren't capable of actually, you know, pushing through and, and leaving their nine to five? and they badly want to work for themselves, but they remain there knowing they don't want to be there. Why do you think they stay there? Money
1: security. Uh. When, when you don't know where your next dollar is coming from, it's like, if I don't know where my next dollar is coming from, how am I going to pay for my bills? Right. And it's like, I, I need that secure job. And then also being an entrepreneur is like, how am I going to cover my health plan and all that stuff? Right. It It's, Like, I'm not knocking the nine-to-five, but those are the things that keep you at your nine-to-five, right? Right. Where it's like, if you bet on yourself and you're like, you know what, I will do this, I can do this, and just throw those positive affirmations out there, things will happen for you. But if you're always doubting yourself, that that as well, self-doubt. Like, a lot of people doubt themselves as if they they can't do it before even trying to do it. And then they also think it's hard to do, and it's like, it's not hard... to start a business. You just got to start when you say you're going to start, not tomorrow, right? Right. It's just taking that first step. And as you go along, you're going to learn more and more about the business and also how to operate the business. Like, we have so many tools out there that you can use to help you run a successful business. There's books, there's YouTube, and you could also ask people that are that started their own business as well, right? Get mentorship. But I think it, it's this, the job security and just, they, they, they feel it's hard to start but it's really not that hard to start because you just need to literally get the pen, the paper and start drafting out what, what it is that you want to do. Um,
0: it's it's funny that you said, you know, most people think it's hard. I, yeah. think, I think about that and I kind of chuckle because life is not easy. Yeah, most so definitely. If that is not easy, why would you expect anything else to come easy? <laughs>
1: Blame TV, man. <laughs> <laughs> you do that perception like yeah you can oh it's super hard and this side it's like no man it's not hard you can do anything that you want out here you want to fly a plane you can do it, it it's funny because you find a lot of actors and singers and whatever it may be they, they've they all had these dreams when they're younger to do things and they're doing it yeah and it's like they didn't have anything stopping them from doing it like i forgot which guy it was from nsync Lance bass or whatever yeah. went out into to space and it's like this guy was a pop singer and he's going out into outer space so it's like anybody can do it like come on guys it's not that serious but we make it we always assume that things are so hard to do until we start doing our research behind it I'm like oh it's really not that hard you know but that's the thing the research I find most
0: people don't even do that they want someone else yeah. to do all the work for them and tell them hey this is what you need to do yeah yeah most definitely right like everybody's looking for a blueprint to do it as opposed to doing the legwork and they expect the person who's gone through it to just give them everything that they've gone through yeah and I'm thinking all the time and you know and even if I gave you everything that I've gone through you still have to go through it yeah just because well, you read about it doesn't necessarily mean that you can easily do it you have to apply yourself and that's the part no one wants to hear right the, the application part of it yeah it's just like going to the gym yeah yeah same I hate thing, man. I hate the gym, but I'll work out in my own basement. Like, <laughs> Yeah, Yeah. I just can't go to the gym. I'd rather be where I'm at and do the workout and be be done with it. But, yeah, it's, it's the same thing. You know, people pay for the membership but never show up. Yep. You Most know. definitely. <laughs> That's even They're money. even
1: using the machine wrong. Instead of saying, hey, how do I use it? Or right. Google right. it. <laughs> it's like, yo, you're not working out the right muscles. You're going to be sore tomorrow, <laughs> man. Yep. But again, it's, that lesson, that learning lesson that we're afraid to take, Yes. to learn new things. And you gotta, you gotta make the mistakes in order to learn what what not to do next time, right? But that's right. Lots that's of people right. don't want
0: to do that, man. And how would you, in your own words, how would you define success?
1: Success is having that smile at the end of completion, right? Where you feel fulfilled as if you completed your task. That's how I view success. Like wow. just being. Fulfilled, being happy at, at the end of what it is that I, that I was trying to achieve. That's what I define as success. Success is different for everybody. That's right. Some people, it's money. Some people, it's material things. And for me, it's just the way I feel inside. Like, when I was younger, I said to myself, my dream was to own a Mercedes-Benz dealership. But then, when I got older, I was like, do I really want to be owning a Mercedes-Benz dealership for the brand, or do I want to own my own dealership for myself? Right. And the moment that I opened it, I felt complete. I was like, I'm successful. I got to the point of opening this dealership. Now my job is to sustain this dealership and be able to pass it on to my kids. Wow. That's awesome. I like that. I've never
0: gotten that take on on that. And that's, that's dope. That's dope. And you mentioned that, you know, some books and some people that you've kind of um, tapped into, listened to, or read, read their material. Who were some of your biggest influences?
1: Um, Tim Ferriss, that was like one of the first books that I picked up, Robert Kiyosaki. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's like probably like one of the staple books that almost everybody has read, Richard Dad, Right. Um, Kevin O'Leary, uh, Grant Cardone. Yes. And there's one other guy, I can't remember his name, but one of the books that I read is The Compound Effect. Which is a real good book. Oh yes, 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 yes. I just finished reading that one. Oh, that book's
0: amazing. It's a small book. It's not a huge book. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. It's a nice little book. Yes. Yeah. That book's really good. Nice, nice. And what what are what are what would you say three skills um, an entrepreneur needs in order to be successful?
1: Hmm, three skills. Um, three skills. I would say. Well, time management. One. Okay. Sure. Okay. Um, skills. Would discipline fall in there? Yeah. That 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 was one of my D words that I was looking for. Discipline. Yeah. And um time management, discipline. Along with discipline, I would drive. But yes. um a willingness to, to learn new things.
0: Yes. A life learner.
1: Yeah. You
0: gotta be you gotta be humble, right? You gotta be humble. Yeah. To what you don't know you have to also understand and recognize that you don't know something yes right? exactly and i think it's, that's that's a huge one where people don't check the ego and walk in every space thinking they know everything when in fact they don't
1: it, it it reminds me of one hit wonders with with music they make it big the first time and they're like yo i don't need to do anything else and then you hear about them in the news either like a month or a year later. It's like, yeah, they went bankrupt. Like, hmm.
0: <laughs> that's a great analogy, though. <laughs> I never thought of one One hit wonders. Because, yeah, their their heads get big and they think they, they have everything. And that's it. Yeah. That's it. Oh, my gosh. That's happening a lot lately, though, I find. The one hit
1: wonders. I mean. Well, you're going to see much more. Yeah. Much, much more. Depending on what this economy does, you're gonna see a lot. Yeah. And yeah. and again I, I blame the internet and TV. Yeah. Everyone yeah. thinks it's easy, but they really use it, man. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you get swallowed by the industry and you wonder why. Yeah. yeah. My gosh. So I got a I got a segment on the on the show where it's called Thinking Out Loud. So I got a random question for you. And I wanna oh get I wanna get <laughs> I want to get your take on this one. Oh, man. Okay. Would you rather marry the most attractive person you've ever met or the best cook you've ever met? So you're marrying the, the, the most attractive person you've ever met or the best cook you've
1: ever met? Um, I would have to go with the best cook. Yeah. Uh, I can't take... Somebody burning up, like, toast like, the easiest thing, like, you know? <laughs> can't do it, man. Can't boil water. You know, I've, I've actually seen someone boil an egg and burn it. You like, you really almost burn down the house. I swear to God. I, I couldn't believe it. Like, if you can't master boiling an egg, oh, man, something's wrong with you. <laughs> 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 oh, that's sad. <laughs> yeah, man, I see the all. <laughs> wow. Okay,
0: you okay. Know? Definitely food is definitely, that's where I was going to go. I'm like, forget your, your looks, man. You got to be able to do something in the kitchen there. Like, you know, so definitely. definitely. that looks come and go, but if, hey, if you know your way around the kitchen, that's forever, man. That's it. That's it. You know? And that's health. That's health right there. You know, you, yeah. you can die looking good. Yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. You know, uh, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. So share with us a book. I mean, you mentioned three of them, I think three or four. But which one of those actually like moved you to take action and and make the changes that you made, like even as far as walking away from the nine to five at the call center and and saying, you know what, this is what I'm gonna do.
1: Um, I would, at that time it wasn't books I would say more last year was it last year I finished a book last year no it was I think 2019 mm. 2019 2020 the, the one of those books that really just took a hit to me was um, well Compound Effect was one of them for sure yeah over the that was over the years but Grant Cardone 10x like that book kind of just like change the way i just view things where i don't look at anything small anymore it's like i look at it with like a larger scope now where it's like if i continue to do it if i don't reach some like that that goal, at least i accomplish something in the the process right but the 10x book is like a really really good book also but i'm always reading books so as i read more and more books it's like yo this book is so sick like um there's two books. One I got from this guy that I, I had an interview with um, not too long ago, The Illusion of Money. Mm-hmm. That book shifted my mindset when it comes to money and how I view it now. Wow. And also um, Contagious and Richest Man in Babylon. Yes, that one I read. And was. 50 Cent's book, Hustle Harder, Hustle Smarter.
0: Yes. Ooh. Um.
1: Like I feel like the books I read, there's always a little tidbit that I take from each of them. So I wouldn't say like there's just one favorite, but these are books that I've read over like the last year that kind of just changed my perspective on a lot of things. Even um, never split the difference. And these are books that other people have just recommend re- recommended to me. Mm-hmm. So as I read these books, I picked up one two things from each of these books where it's like, oh okay, I can see where I can apply that, or right. that makes much so much more sense where. I got to scale back or do something different than I was before. So right, right. for me, but the real one that kind of just hit home was. That. So tell me about that. I literally just ordered it like three days ago. Oh mm-hmm. man, that book, that book would change your, your, your mind's just going to change once you read that. And because of him, I, I started following him on social media, to offer that like this book was literally in my archives to read a year before I actually bought the book and I just like went it just went over my head so many times right and I was like why don't I read this book like when that I was told about it but it's literally just whatever it is that you're trying to do yeah multiply by 10 like nothing is too short to achieve like if you're trying to make a million dollars aim for 10 million dollars like his his uh motto is like, go big and most people say go home he's like no go bigger it's like just always just pushing yourself to just do more and be great, be the the, the best version of yourself. Right. So that book I I, I really like. I, I'm on my list to read again. Once once um I finish with the other book that I have on investing. So once I finish that book, I'm I'm picking up that book again. But that book is amazing.
0: Wow, that's that's dope. Now the illusion of money. What is what is the synopsis of that one? Like what's that? And just in. In a brief, oh man! What's that one
1: about? <laughs> it it changes the way you view money. Like when I read that book, I, like I was just like, I was mind blown with what, what this guy said. So the guy, the author, he's was um, a retired comedian and he comedian and he wrote this book. And it's just, it's one of like those self motivating books, but just also how you view money. And it's like, if you continuously chase money, it's never gonna come to you. Money will come to you when it's ready to, right? But if you're just continuously just running after it, it's never gonna come to you. And just different ways to just view life in general, right? Mm-hmm. So that one, that one's a really good book. I don't want to give away too much yeah. on it, yeah, because when you once you just start getting into it, you're like, yo, this is so true, and it's it's just it's almost like getting out of the way of like your future self yeah. so that you can get to your future self.
0: Dope, dope. Yeah. Now, have you have you set goals for yourself for the next five to ten years, or one to five years, or anything like that? And and where do you see yourself, or what's your vision for yourself in that time span?
1: Um. Well, my I, I write down my yearly goals every year. It was something that I picked up late, but it, it it makes you feel so fulfilled when you go back to see what you wrote like the year before right. and how much you have accomplished. Mm-hmm. and it, it just gives you that 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 push of it's like you know what if i put some more blood sweat and tears into this i can achieve more goals or better outcomes the year after right so for me yeah I, I do set out five yeah 10 years i've set out as well so i've mapped them out as to what i want to do and then what i do is i just break it down in the the yearly goals and see how much closer i get to the the 10-year mark because I, I tell people it's a new decade so come 10 years you're going to look back and then you're going to be like hey we went through this and that and it's like but what was on your goals that you want to do in 2020 or right. 2021 that you have accomplished come 2030 right right right. and me I, I aim big like, I'll, as you said what do I have for myself I don't really see my goals as for myself my goal is to build a community and that's why over Strikes is born is because we want to help educate our community so that we can build a community together. Dope, dope, dope.
0: And that's that's awesome. I think I think you and I are definitely aligned with that. I think we've had conversations on the side about about that. Um, what's well, next? from the
1: first time we met, right? Yeah, we yeah, we immediately we, connected. And we're like, yeah. yo, bro, we we think alike. It's just it's aligning yourself with those people, right? That's, it. that's if, it. If you don't align yourself with those people, you're going to be talking to people that are just going to join those dreams and aspirations you have. That's it. I don't really associate myself with those people anymore. It's like, if we're on the same wavelength, then we're going to continue on that path. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's awesome. And what's, so business, business business-wise, anything new or different down the pipeline for you that you're going to, you know, introduce to what you already have going or, um, completely new that you're going to introduce to the communities?
1: Uh, it's more so that I'm a silent partner in these businesses. Right. So it's, I, I don't really have to do much. I just sit there and just wait for things to happen. But um, community-wise, I am trying to do some things where I get involved with other people and their businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it Again, it's type to the education piece, right? So from the education piece, then if it's in a business that I'm interested in, then I'd work on something where I would become a very small investor within that business. Almost like... Oh, Shark Tank does, does their thing, except you're not being, what's um, what I'm looking for? You're not being questioned. I, I'm not question. I'm not going the same route that they're going right. with a fine tooth comb. But as I'm educating them, I kind of learn more about what it is that they do in their businesses. And if it makes sense, then I'm like, hey, maybe we, we can do something and work together, you know? Right, right, right. Yeah.
0: Oh, that's awesome. So I know you wrote that first book. Don't, don't be a waste waste you right mm-hmm. first of all what what brought that on I know that's connected to checks I just wanted to get a, a quick perspective why that even
1: came about um well it's always been a dream of mine for me to write a book mm-hmm. um, one of my childhood friends he wrote a book and I was like i I was picking his brain about it and again it, it goes back to that mindset that a lot of people have they think it's so hard to do right. until they start doing it right so he kind of showed me the ropes, and I was like, oh, I thought it was harder than that. So as he gave me the, like, I would say he just gave me, like, a, a rough blueprint of what it is that needs to be done. It was not until, I think, December 2019 where I was like, yo, I'm writing a book. Like, um, um, I said, enough is enough. I'm ready to do it. And I just got the the idea of how to write it. So then I was like, you know what? Financial literacy, this is something that I know very well. Mm-hmm. And I preach day in and day out to my kids and other people about it. So I was like, you know what? This is what I'm going to write the book on, financial literacy. Dope. And if you were to write another book about
0: yourself, what would you you title it? About myself? Yeah. Like just uh, almost like a bio piece. What ah, would you tell Oh, it? man. <laughs> I know you probably haven't thought about it, but I'm curious. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I'm just planting the seeds. I think you're going to have to write one of those eventually.
1: No, it's funny. I'm writing a book, but it's more so a motivational book. Ah. And just giving people skills and ideas that that help me or that can help them. Right. So it's a, almost like a self-help book, but man. So an autobiography, totally. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, oh, you know, you can never have one of those, right? You
0: have to have a few because obviously we go through different periods in our lives, right? So you, you can't, yeah. you know, you don't know what tomorrow is going to follow after you release the book today. Yeah. So you, you can always have another title. I'm just saying.
1: <laughs> I would say, right, that would be Anything's Possible.
0: Dope. Yeah,
1: Anything is Possible.
0: Dope. Well, what is that? What yeah. is that saying? mean to you?
1: I I, tell, I look my kids in their face and I tell them this because this is something that I didn't go through, mm-hmm. but understanding how the kid's brain works, you have to tell your kids these things. Like, I look my child in their f- and I look her directly in her face and to say, look me right into my eyes and I tell her, you are great. Anything that you want to do, you can do. If you want to be the next prime minister or president of Canada or the United States, you can do it. So it's just having that motivate, like somebody telling you that, while well, you as a kid, you can do anything. Nobody can not tell you you can't do anything. Right. And I-, I noticed that with my kids as they are growing up. If a-, a child wants to walk, they will continuously try until they can walk. Right. So you can't tell a baby no. They don't understand what no is until they get older and now they heard the word no and what the, the word means. Right. But if you never tell a child no and... They can do it, then whatever it is that they put their mind to, they will achieve it until they understand how, like, if you're to be hurt by something, like you put your finger into a socket, you're going to get electrocuted. They know that they're not going to do it again. But the moment you tell your kid they can't do something, it's going to be embedded in their brain. No, I can't do that. And it's not even to say mommy, daddy told me that. It's just, that's going to be the only thing that they remember you telling them, right? Right, right. So that's why I say anything is possible. Like if you want to go to the moon, you can go to the moon, right? It's just like the right brothers. No, they, everybody told them they can't fly. It's like, okay, we'll prove you wrong. And then what they do? They ended up making a plane that flew and yeah. now we fly everywhere, right? So yeah. anything is possible. Once you put your mind to it, anything can happen. And that's that's the crazy thing. Like
0: I think about it quite a bit. Um, you know, you, you go into that deep thought by yourself and you kind of analyzing certain things and some people might look at it and say you're overthinking it. But- I do that a lot and it makes sense to me because it allows me to see the world for what it is, which is basically nothing is really what it is. <laughs> everything is everything is in the mind. Right. And and what you manifest it and you go out and, and you put in the, the energy to actually obtain that or attain that, then it becomes real for you. Mm-hmm. Right. The same thing to what you just mentioned with kids. If you tell them no, 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 that becomes their reality. They adopt yeah. that and that's it.
1: One thing that I I always tell people, I tell people this and I also read it to someone. Your ideas are not your own. Your ideas, the moment you think something and now it's out in the universe, if you don't grab it and execute it, somebody else is going to do it. And You're going to look back and be like, yo, I had that idea years ago, but you didn't do anything with it. So Somebody else grabbed that idea and they ran with it and now they're doing what you wanted to do. That's, that's the thing, right?
0: We think, and I think that's very powerful because we think just because we thought about it, we hadn't said it out loud, it's still in yeah. our heads and it stays with us. Nope. But when you understand it's the universe, no. that's it, that's it. Right. And that's the power and the thought. And people need to realize that the minute you think it, it's, it's, it's like it's alive. Like it's there. It's out of your yeah. control now. Right. The minute you think it, not necessarily the minute you say it. So that's, that's really important. Um, you know, I wanted to keep this one short because I wanted to make sure I had room for you and, and the other person, you know, Craig, for the next one. I really want that one bad. You don't understand. right? <laughs> so before we wrap this one up, though, um, any message that you can give a potential entrepreneur or someone looking to get into your businesses or be a part of it? Is there a room for people to join? How can they get involved? Um, and all that good stuff, because I really want people to connect with you, uh, whether through social media, uh, anything, anywhere. What's the best place for them to reach you, the website, anything that you
1: can get um, them? They can hit me up at Dean M. Chambers on Instagram. Uh, all my information's on there. My email, they can shoot me a message. I'm always open to work with people and help people out. Uh, yeah, Instagram is the best place to get me. Awesome. Dean M. Chambers. All my information's on there. Awesome. And so,
0: if someone's listening and they're interested in getting a hold of you for maybe a, a rental or uh, get a a car, or even learn more about some of your real estate opportunities and things like that, they can also reach you through that email as well.
1: Yeah, all all my information is there. So if you click the link in my bio, all my all my all the information is on there. So if you're looking for a car rental, purchase a car, all my information is on there. Or so you can get it in my bio. Well, oh, as you're saying about just someone just out there trying to that that's looking for that motivation. Don't let anybody tell you that you can't achieve whatever it is that you're, you have in your mind. Put it down on paper, write out a plan and execute that goal. You'll be amazed what you can do once you put it down to put the pen to paper as to what you want to achieve. And just keep pushing, man. You'll have hard days, but those hard days is what builds you on to having your best days.
0: I'm, I'm looking forward to that motivational book you're working on because
1: I can hear it as you're speaking. Oh, I'm I'm going so deep in this book. It's not even funny. I'm just like, I don't know when it will come up, but I'm working on it on a daily basis.
0: Man, that's that's awesome. I appreciate that so much. No problem. Listen, thank you for making this possible. Um, once I have all my, my gears set up to be able to take both of you on in, in, in the conversation I'll definitely let you know as soon as I have that set up working and um, we'll definitely chop it up again with that and I want to dive in with everything else that you're doing as well as what uh, you know you and your partner is doing um, but again thank you for taking the time I appreciate it I think a lot of people are going to take something from this one I wanted to keep this one short because it's too much information and sometimes information overload can discourage people <laughs> For sure. Right. Thank you for having me, man. We appreciate it. I appreciate it, man. Everybody listening, please make sure you tune in for the next episode. Um, Keep an ear out for the next one I follow up with, uh, with Dean. And until next time, love, peace, and nappiness.